This is Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, incredible advances against one of the most serious cancers of all, melanoma. I don't use the word cure, and they certainly do not work at all patients. And when they don't work, life expectancy is limited. Harnessing the immune system to fight melanoma when Radio Health Journal returns. I'm Reed Pence, the producer and host of Radio Health Journal. If you like listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics, from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. When I introduce myself, I'm a caregiver. I feel a little bit embarrassed, and I don't know why. What it's like to work in the burgeoning senior care industry. They were talking a lot about Hermione, which I think really encompasses what the feminist movement has turned into for millennials, especially. How do you view Hermione Granger from Harry Potter? I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. Listen to Radio Health Journal and Viewpoints on your favorite radio station. And subscribe and listen anytime on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Health Journal. You might not think of winter as a time to worry about the sun, but any avid skier knows better. Dermatologists say sunscreen is something to think about any time of year. And it appears we're finally getting the message. As we reported a few weeks ago, melanoma cases among teenagers have dropped dramatically the last decade or so, though they're still rising among older people. However, today a melanoma diagnosis doesn't mean what it used to. While this most serious skin cancer has always been easily treatable when caught early, Until recently, advanced melanoma was very often lethal. The prognosis of people with advanced melanoma 15 years ago was very poor. One had stage 4 melanoma, which means distant spread of the melanoma. It was largely incurable, and life expectancy on average was well under one year. That's Dr. Philip Friedlander, director of the Melanoma Medical Oncology Program at Mount Sinai in New York. We only had two treatments that were FDA or government approved for the treatment of stage 4 melanoma. One was a chemotherapy agent called DTIC, decarbazine, administered by vein every three weeks. And there was no overall survival benefit, no living longer benefit to the chemotherapy. Shrinkage of melanoma would occur in around 5 to 20% of people. And when shrinkage occurred, it was usually partial and not durable. The other treatment was an immune treatment called high-dose interleukin-2, which activates the immune system in a specific way. And when this treatment is used, 16 out of 100 people will get some shrinkage of melanoma, but 5 out of 100 people will have complete shrinkage where years later the melanoma hasn't come back. So that treatment was used to hope that one would be in that 5 out of 100. However, even if a person responded to interleukin treatment, there was no guarantee they could stay on it. The treatment was extremely toxic. One needs to be hospitalized for the treatment, potentially can end up in the ICU because of fluid leakage problems in the body. There could be also neurologic side effects, kidney-based side effects. So one needed a really strong heart and lung for that type of treatment. 
and, and so it was benefit, but to a very small number of patients. And therefore, because of our limitations in treatment, life expectancy was under a year for stage four melanoma. However, in the last 10 years, there's been an amazing turnaround in how well patients often do after an advanced melanoma diagnosis. Now we have treatments that have the potential to put the melanoma to a durable response where we have control for multi-years. And again, data is maturing because the field is moving quickly. So there's, you know, we always have hope, but now there's hope backed by actual treatments that have a higher percentage chance of actually creating durable benefit. I still don't use the word cure for melanoma because our advances are maturing, but we don't have data 10, 20, 30 years out. But there's been very significant advances on two fronts. One is using the immune system to fight melanoma, and the other is targeting specific mutations in melanoma, particularly to a protein called BRAF. Doctors have learned how to manipulate the immune system in a variety of ways through what are called immune checkpoint inhibitor drugs, which free the immune system from antibodies that suppress it, allowing it to attack the cancer. Ipilimumab was FDA approved for the treatment of stage 4 melanoma in 2011 because of survival benefits. And it works in a small subset of people, but 10 years later, approximately 15% of patients are still alive just from four doses of treatment given up front almost 10 years prior. But then there have been advances in targeting program cell death 1, PD-1. Normally, the immune system tries to recognize a cancer because cancer shouldn't be there, and immune cells try to recognize things that are foreign. So T cells come into the tumor, but they get shut off. Blocking that interaction with pembrolizumab or nivolumab leads to increased killing of cancer, and you have response rates in melanoma stage 4 of around 40 to 45% of patients. When you combine the two, you can have responses in approximately 60% of patients. With combination therapy, responses have improved so much that doctors haven't yet been able to quantify the median survival, a major benchmark. So far, the study is at five years, and more than half of the patients in the clinical trial are still alive, an enormous improvement from earlier survival rates. However, Friedlander says these treatments can be tricky to administer. Doctors are also targeting specific mutations that occur in about 40% of melanomas, in a protein called BRAF. One could have shrinkage of melanoma in approximately 70% of patients and initial disease control in terms of preventing growth in over 90% of patients. However, with all these different combinations of possible treatments, Friedlander says there's still no way for doctors to know which one, if any, will work for a specific patient. We don't have what's called a biomarker to say, we're going to use the treatment in you, but not you, because we know it will work in you, but we don't think it's going to work in you because you have a certain specific patient-specific aspect or tumor-specific aspect or immune system aspect. That's something that's being worked on. So there's a lot of work ahead, but we're making tremendous progress, and there's a lot more hope that we could, through these treatments, create real benefit for a patient. That might delay getting the right treatment, but once it's administered, doctors are much more optimistic than they've ever been before. Most are hesitant to say patients are cured. It's still too soon for that. But the conversation is much different than it was a decade ago. It's 
wonderful in the sense of being able to see patients that 10 years ago we had almost no good weapon to fight the melanoma and seeing patients have good responses and being there with them and their family when they see that. And also if one's symptomatic from cancer and having pain and other symptoms, seeing the patient become more functional, pain-free, improving quality of life. So it's a very special feeling of being part of that with the patient and, and the patient's family. But even with all these advances, Friedlander says the best treatment for melanoma is to never get it in the first place. So we come back to the importance of sunscreen, no matter what time of year. You can find out more about all our guests on our website, RadioHealthJournal.org. Our studio producer is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. Radio Health Journal returns in just a moment. Holiday celebrations are often joyous occasions, but they can be challenging for the millions of people living with Alzheimer's disease and those who care for them. The hustle and bustle of the holidays can be stressful for those with Alzheimer's, and changes in the daily routine, large gatherings, and noisy environments can create extra anxiety. Monica Marino, Senior Director of Care and Support at the Alzheimer's Association, has some tips to make the holidays enjoyable. First, plan ahead. Prepare the host for special needs, such as a quiet room for the person to rest. If you're hosting, let guests know what to expect before they arrive. Since crosstalk and multiple conversations can be challenging for people living with Alzheimer's, try engaging the person one-on-one or in smaller groups and keep them involved in the celebrations. Marino also suggests experimenting with new traditions. For example, if evening confusion and agitation are a problem, turn your holiday dinner into a holiday lunch or brunch. Find out more tips at ALZ.org. Paid non-attorney spokesperson paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention military vets and current soldiers who served between 2002 to 2016. Have you or a loved one suffered hearing loss or tinnitus after serving or while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces? You may be entitled to compensation. 3M, the manufacturer of earplugs made for combat, recently paid the government $9.1 million to settle a False Claims Act case for knowingly selling these defective earplugs for over a decade. Specifically, the United States argued that the manufacturer knew their earplugs were too short for proper insertion into users' ears and that the earplugs could lose and therefore didn't perform properly or reduce noise the way they should have. If you or a loved one suffered hearing loss or tinnitus after serving or while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces, you need to choose the right legal team that has the experience, support staff, and resources to seek the most compensation for your injuries. Call the Sentinel Group now for more information and a free case review. Call 800-655-6458. 800-655-6458. That's 800-655-6458. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-835-1478. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-835-1478. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher for donating. Call now, 1-800-835-1478. That's 1-800-835-1478. 
And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Radio Health Journal is a production of MediaTracks Communications. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more. And check Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and information about our guests at RadioHealthJournal.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal. We wait too long to have these conversations, to talk about these things. You know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we are all going to get older. The biggest mistakes in navigating the decline of aging for our loved ones or ourselves. Then telling lies. It may happen a lot more than we think. Some people lie a great deal. Some people lie very rarely, if at all. The problem there is, if they're lying, why should they tell you the truth about how often they lie? All that and more on Radio Health Journal.